We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Settle back now, content, comfortable, well-fed, and ready for some fine entertainment. Is everybody happy? Then let's go. It's showtime. Welcome to the Q's Militia Podcast with those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. The first thing I've seen in 30 years. What's up, Q's Nation? Thanks for tuning in to the Q's Militia Podcast with Sean and Joe. If you like it, please share it. The universal handle for the socials is at Q's Militia. Go there, join the militia. We are the only Syracuse Sports Podcast centered around giving you the fans a voice. Welcome. Happy Thursday. Oh, absolutely. Happy yeah. Thursday, buddy. Yes, going into um, Happy Friday. Or going into no. going into Happier Friday. Yeah. So, I mean. I call, it, I call it Finally Friday. Finally Friday. The good thing about <laughs> being super, super duper busy at work, not that anybody cares, is that um, days just flip, bro. Fly, like, I'll yeah. work 10, 11 hours a day, and it's just like, before I know it, it's like, I'm way behind, and here comes Friday. So, I mean, it's like, take the good with the bad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just look forward to getting the honeydew list done on the weekend. That's right. (laughs) So, um, well, we've got a couple couple things uh, we didn't want. We were going to skip. We were going to go two weeks straight, but it didn't work. It's too much stuff happens all the time. So, yeah. uh, and you know, it, I didn't want to get through like three games or two games of you know Beheim's Army and not have something in between, right? Yeah, no, definitely. I so. mean, I, I get it. So, uh, what we've got for you is the 13th and the 14th um, recruiting co- uh, commits for the 2021 cycle, and we also got obviously Beheim's Army Downs, Menemaki. 76 to 69 we'll go over the good bad and the ugly of that we'll get james's thoughts on that quick and he he we are bringing him on to uh help us with the pregame for um sideline cancer so which will be played saturday at four so it's going to be lots of stuff we'll see if we can um see how we can do here okay but first obviously you guys know this show is distributed by Armchair Media, and it is the title sponsor for this show and Armchair Media combined is betonline.ag, right? So, look, there's no shortage of action going on right now with our bet, uh, with our partners at betonline.ag. The sports world is slowly making its way back with the NBA, uh, announcing its return in July. But right now, UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and international soccer have all resumed. Um, you can place your bets online at Bet Online. They have the best odds and lines uh, for all the upcoming games and matches. If you need more, Bet Online has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for our devout gamblers. So go check it out. Bet Online also offers hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag on your computer or mobile device today. Join now and receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. Thank you, BetOnline. Also, look, it is summertime. It is summertime, and that means that you are going to be going to the beach for those of you who live around the beach, right? And um, Or Green Lakes or Sylvan Beach, <laughs> I guess, right? And you're not going to yeah, want a yeah. hairy back or anything like that, right, Joe? I mean, Joe, not really a hairy guy. Like, really? No. Like, no. I mean, like, minus, I mean, you can take away the head part. It's still really, yeah, it's not. So, definitely no hair on the back. Yeah, you don't have a hairy back. You don't got to worry about that. Well, neither do I. Nah. But some guys do. Well, we oh, have the yeah. perfect solution for you. 
So start taking notes. Manscaped has got the new Lawnmower 3. It's been beautifully redesigned to reduce those painful nicks and tugs. This is the third generation, hence 3.0. Features the advanced skin-safe technology upgraded so you can keep those bad boys nice and smooth or your back. Now, listen, ladies, you know, you can also use this thing. I mean, you know, women go to the beach, too. Um, Last I checked. And, you know... You can steal your you can steal your man's uh, lawnmower 3.0 if you need to, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just I mean, saying. In theory, I'm sure. just saying. Uh, the Manscaped engineering team obsesses over technology development to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience, and they spent 18 months perfecting the greatest hair trimmer ever created, and just released the new lawnmower 3.0. Um, and it's premium. I mean, it's premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes. So you can take a long shave. You can even shave with this bad boy in the shower. And the LED light, uh, which illuminates the grooming area for a closer, more precise trimming, even in the shower, guys. And let's not forget the charging stand. Show off the mower loud and proud because this intelligent design stand is for convenience charging dock. And it's powered by a USB. Um, And, you know, people have written in. A couple people have written in to us. You know who you are. And told us about their lawnmower 2.0. Just imagine the redesigned lawnmower 3.0, folks. Or hey, hey, you know, wait till next year, get the 4.0. I don't know. So, uh, go try it for yourself, though. Go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code armchair. That's manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping at manscaped.com, and use the promo code armchair. Your boys will thank you. We thank you, Manscaped, and BetOnline.ag. So, all right, Joe, the 13th yes, and 14th recruits of the 2021 cycle are um, in the books and verbal commits, obviously. These are all yeah. uh, pending still, but um, one real exciting one. Um, and we got, we'll start with the, the 13th, Jateus Greer. Uh, gear. I keep wanting to say Greer, and I'll probably do that until he's a senior. So <laughs> I knew Greer. I knew a Greer in high school. So um, yeah. verbally committed. He's a rising senior at Belton Hoana Path High School in South Carolina. He announced his decision late Tuesday morning, and according to uh, Syracuse.com, six foot five, two hundred and forty pound Gear is rated three stars. Number 63, strong side defensive end of the cycle. Uh, 247 composite rankings uh, is what Syracuse.com based that information off of. So um, his list included Georgia Tech, Kansas State, uh, UCF, Western Kentucky, Memphis, and East Carolina, uh, among others. So, Joe, this is the, by the way, this is the fifth defensive lineman following Jalen Moss, Terry Lockett, Hayden Nelson, Derek McDonald, and, and that's it. Those are the other. No, four. well, that that really it kind of makes sense based upon if you go back and look at some of our shows where we've talked about the depth and the team and stuff. Even for probably the past two years, and we knew that we had a senior laden uh, defensive line last year, and coming into this year, we knew we'd have enough as far as starters. But I mean, we still have a lot of unproven depth, so we we knew that that was kind of it, the the weakness of our team, so to speak. So it does, it, it makes a lot of sense that, uh, that they're going that route. And the fact that you got to look at the turnover as well. I and mean, when you bring in a new scheme, bring in a new system, three, three, five, we've already seen what four or five defensive players already go in the transfer portal. So, um, yeah, you got to kind of, uh, prioritize the defense and getting players in there that, that match your style. So, and, and this guy is definitely one of them. Um, uh, and I know that you, everyone wants to look at the quarterback and say, oh, you know, that was the best one. But when you look at 247 Sports and their ranking, their composite rankings, uh, these two, uh, Lampson at number one, but uh, Jateus Gear right behind him right now is a second-rated uh, recruit from this class. And according to 247 Sports, and I'm looking right now, they have him at 6'5", 260. And if you're watching his tape, he's very athletic. Uh, he's fast off the ball. And, again, 6'5", 260, that's great size and he's still got, you know, one more year to come in, or if they don't play, still he's got a year to, to get his body right. And um, he had some impressive offers. So I'm pretty excited about him. Looks like he fits fits pretty well uh, for what we're looking for um, to try to try to get pressure on the quarterback because, as we talked to Tyler 
uh, last episode about the three three five. That's one of the things that um, you're playing against passing teams. There's going to be times where we're going to have to try to get pressure with rushing only three or, or four and um, getting guys like this is, is a good step towards that. Yeah, and obviously working on getting all the, the, the defense set, which is nice watching and starting to watch some of this come together, especially with you know a couple guys leaving, a couple key guys leaving next year. So um, yeah. I, I don't know why this is clipping. The recording is clipping, and I don't know why, and it's really bugging me. So anyway, um, it's doing it on you, Joe. It's not doing it on me. I don't know why. So Sorry. I don't know. I have no idea. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Lamson, as you mentioned, is rated three stars by rivals. Six foot three. Um, he threw for 3,114 yards and counted for 29 total touchdowns during his junior season at Oak Ridge High School. Uh, his performance earned him first-team All-League honors and Sacramento Bees All-Metro Player of the Year honors, according to News Magician. Um, he turned down offers from Sacramento State, S- San Jose State, uh, and some D1s, Boise State, New Mexico State, Wyoming, and others. And he actually chose Syracuse over Ooh. Louisville. So uh, that says a lot. Look, um, this. Uh, I love how you th- brought up Sacramento State, by the way. <laughs> well, it's just, it was just in there. So right. that, it was on noons. Um, but he's from Sacramento. He's from that area. So. Right. Um, <clears throat> but. When you watch his tape, Joe, and you and you and you see this kid play, he has got, he makes some awkward throws look easy in awkward positions. He can scramble. He's not afraid to stay in the pocket and take a hit. He um, he can scramble when he needs to. He can he can um, prolong plays and and get what he's looking for. There was one play I saw in his reel. Was he was he is he a punter too? Or was he just in there for a fake or something? Anyways, the snap goes way over his head into the end zone. And this dude just stands in the end zone and launches a rocket. Um, So, um, really good. He reminds me, like I told you, he reminds me of Eric Dungy, but with a little more accuracy, I guess is the way I'd put it. Yeah. Yeah, he, when I looked at him in his tape, uh, it kind of reminded me of Dungy, except for uh, there's a couple little different differences in in my opinion uh obviously um being you know dual threat quarterback he's coming out he's probably a little bit higher rated than Dungy was coming out uh he got better offers um he's 6-3 but 210 and I mean obviously we know any quarterback we were going to get this year in our recruiting class they're still sitting behind Tommy for two years right so he knows that I'm sure anyone coming in knows that he's going to get his body right uh but the one thing that I noticed more than anything, like you said, I mean, with Dungy, when he scrambled, you knew he, he tucked the ball and he was, he going. wasn't going to throw usually. Right. So, and then the one thing that I noticed, um, with, uh, Justin and his tape is that he can scramble, but it's a scrambling and kind of like prolonging the play. He's always keeping his eyes down the field and he's keeping his options open. He only, uh, on certain plays, last when he's, resort. When he's, Right. It's more of a last resort kind of kind of run. Now he can go ahead and I mean, obviously being the 26th dual threat quarterback in this class, he can definitely put the ball down and run. Uh, But I think that's the one strength that he has over Dungy. I don't think that he's going to have the the guts. And I don't know if he's ever going to get to the size that Dungy had, you know, some of the just the gutsy plays. I mean, we can go back, go back in history and time and talk about those plays. We all know what we're talking about. Um, and I'm not saying that this kid doesn't have guts, but he's definitely one of those guys well, where I'm gonna I'm gonna prolong this play as long as possible without having to get hit. And a lot of times that's where you get those receivers that get open because it's hard to guard a guy for four or five six seconds if you're prolonging the play. Well, when you when we talk guts, and and we look at you know comparing him to Dungy, you know Dungy did amazing things, amazing right. things, but he abused his body. He oh, right. used himself yep. up. You look at Justin's tape. He will. He will bring. He's got a line. He's got a line. Yep. He's gonna slide. Okay, right. that's smart. Yep. I mean, we kind of need that, right? So, right. but he yeah. does those. He he makes those moves. He can he can stretch those plays, like you said. But he's a little more safe. He's not a. Like we call Dungy a warrior for a reason. Be- right. Because yeah. he's an absolute <laughs> freaking warrior. I mean, right. <laughs> he did not we slide. We didn't always say that the things that he did were the smartest things, right? Right. Protect his body. Yeah. But, I mean, as a fan, you love it. 
when the guy goes out there and, oh, he, hell and he does yeah. the things that Dungey Dungey did, right? I told but you, I loved when Dungey got it on sportsmanlike conduct penalties. I didn't care. I'd take them all day. Oh yeah, and the way he just would go <laughs> take on linebackers and stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just it's something that <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be hard to forget. I mean, those were the chill to... moments. Those are the moments that give you goosebumps with Dungey. You go back oh, yeah. and watch them; they give you goosebumps. No, yeah, kicking that guy in Miami, you yeah. know, jumping up, and kicking the guy, knee. yeah, throwing the interception and then him ripping it from the defensive end. Like, there's, I mean, there's countless plays like that in Dungey's career, you know. Um, but, but this kid, like I said, I mean, you you see it nowadays, and the, one of the biggest ones is like, I'm not gonna, I'm not comparing him to Pat Mahomes, but I'm saying this is what you see with Pat Mahomes in the NFL. One of the best things he can do, yeah, he can run, but you don't see him taking a lot of hits, right? You see him prolonging the play. And very accurate, strong arm, and he waits until there's a receiver open, keeps his eyes downfield, and and like we said, last resort, he'll run or slide, you know. But he's protecting his body, and that's the one thing that I saw with this kid. Um, okay, so moving on, Bayhams Army, they're going to move to what? The exciting eight? Can you say it? Well, I eight? wanted to mention one more thing. Oh, that's right, that's right. Leach, you remember Just- this time. Go ahead. Yeah, well, because I forgot about Jatay's gear and, you know, and yeah, like yeah. that. But um, looking at 247 Sports, crystal ball prediction, uh, I've been reading a couple. I think Syracuse.com put an article out there. There's a um, linebacker out of Milford, Pennsylvania, Jason Henderson. Um, he's a, another priority target, which is another one of the – like the last two that we talked about were priority targets. And he's a 6'1", 210-pound outside linebacker. And I know it doesn't sound impressive – but I urge you, Jason Henderson, just go look at his tape. He's got us in our last four. The crystal ball prediction has him choosing uh, Syracuse. Uh, and he's, I think he's one of those guys where he's a little undersized. So he's got, you know, I think some of the, the Army, Navy, you know, academy school, stuff like that. Um, but he's very, very athletic. And I'll tell you what, he plays like he's bigger than 6'1", 210. Go ahead and take, take a look at uh, and go look at his tape because that might be the next, that might be the 15th commit in this class. Very shortly. I was on mute. Okay. Um, Joe. Joe wanted to call it. He did. He did. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. 
Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Call, um, he did say after we, we got off there last time he said Jateus. He forgot to mention Jateus gear, so. Yeah, so, so I just didn't want it to happen There's, two I, times I, in a row. I will tell you, though, every time we get off, no matter what the situation or what's going on, one of us is like, oh, my gosh, I forgot this or I forgot that. Yeah, yeah, so, almost every time. Oh, I wanted pre- to say that. Pretty much, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> whatever. It, it happens. But anyway, look, um, Bayheim's Army, they're going to move on to the, the exciting eight, the lead eight, whatever you want to call it, uh, in the TBT. They won, as we mentioned early, 76 to 69 against Men of Mackey. So a little closer than I liked. So we're gonna do a little good, bad, and the ugly. I gotta get, I gotta get back into the the swing of this. So let's see. The good, Eric Devendorf. He became TBT's fourth all-time leading scorer, which is amazing. After that game, he went nine for 14 for 20 uh, for a, a game, which was the game high there. Richardson with 15, uh, 10 from the charity stripe. Bayheim's Army actually went 28. For 32 from the line, 87.5%. The bad, uh, some of the shot selection allowed Menemaki to bring the game pretty close after um, being up by 10 going into the third quarter. Uh, I think they were, you know, up by two going into the fourth or something like that. So, um, <clears throat> but also down low, obviously we have the size problems. Uh, Menemaki outscored Bayhams Army 36 to 26 in the paint. And his second chance points was 13 and four, according to Noons. The ugly, four for 21 from deep, 19% from behind the arc. Just um, not good. Not great, Bob. So, um, yeah, no. That's going to have to change. They're going to have to do a little bit more down low. They're, they're obviously a little small, and they're going to have to hit those shots because they should have probably crushed Menemaki, in my opinion. Uh, I wasn't yeah. that impressed well, with that team, but it was their just, first game. I understand. I understand. Yep, got the little jitters going on there. Yes, first game you're in a long time. Seven three, Ivan Drago. Yep. So there's that. Absolutely, I totally agree. But so uh, I don't think there's another guy as big as him in the tournament. So, well, that's good. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's good. Um, we'll we'll bring on James uh, and talk about Diamond Stone. See what's going on with him. Uh, for sideline cancer, another pretty big guy. So I think he's like 6'11", 255 or something. He's, yeah. Well, he's... I think I've heard something, but I'm not going to – I won't. Yeah, I think I did too. In fact, James, talk ahead James, of James, James told me, so goes. we'll bring him on in a second. Um, do, what do you got to say about the last game, Joe? Anything before we bring James on? Uh, I just – there was a lull there where I um... – Yes, very Syracuse-ish lull. Yeah, one on one, a lot of just bad shots. Yeah. Uh, I um, I know that sometimes I'm critical of Dante Green, and I think offensively, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, offensively, he he did get to the offensive. I mean, to the free throw line. And he didn't do bad. really well com- points wise. He just he didn't shoot a great percentage point wise. He didn't do bad, but as far as deep, that's where really what impressed me was defensive wise. Uh, him going out there and having to play that center position, which I don't believe he played at all at Syracuse. Uh, so, yeah, it's just one of those things where one rebound away from a double double. I mean, for what he was having to yeah. do, it's not terrible. He impressed. He 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 impressed me as far as defense and holding his own for for a minute there. I thought he was going to foul out early, but being able to I mean playing against that that seven three Haas and, and still being able to hold your own and get the rebounds and he got a couple steals and then our defense I feel like kind of kicked it up a notch at the end of the game. Uh, started finding the passing lanes and getting some steals. So. Uh, they finished it off, but again, uh, you'd like to see a little bit more continuity, but who knows how much practice time they've gotten. So, I mean, there's so many variables. Uh, nothing I really saw surprised me, but I kind of on the same page as you as far as I felt like they should have probably ha- handled it a little bit easier. Yeah, I'll ch- I'll chalk it up to, to nerves. That's fine. Um, okay, so let's bring, let's bring James on. But first, obviously, we're going to have to talk about Bet online. One more time. One more time. You guys know the deal. If you're going to bet online, there's only one place to go. 
betonline.ag, okay? The most important thing about betonline.ag, go there, check out the TBT stuff. But even if there's sports not going on, even if sports were to disappear, they've got the simulated sports. NFL, NBA, UFC, um, probably NCAA, once that starts back up. Happening live every day for the devout gamblers. So check it out. BetOnline also offers hundreds of the live casino games. You've got that. Poker tournaments and the best props in the business. So visit BetOnline.ag on your computer or mobile device today. Join now and receive your welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, your online wagering experts. Thank you, BetOnline. All right. So let's bring James on. All right. There it is. The official intro music for James and Tyler. This time, it's James. At James Zuba on Twitter, the uh, Syracuse Orange basketball beat writer for Noon's Magician. James, how you doing, buddy? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> we got the throwback song in here, man. Yeah, I like the. Is that a new headset? Uh, it's, it is. It's newish. Uh, I got it when I came up here. It's a Turtle Beach meant for my PS4, but I just started using like, Skype <laughs> videos now. So you know, uh, yeah, I can wear this now. That's awesome. You know what I love more than the headset is that you're a PS4 guy, not an Xbox guy. That I love. Yep. That I love. Yes, so, yes, sir. Um, all right. Well, look. Let's let's talk some Bayheim's Army, and then we'll talk about your uh, the the little interview you had with Malachi, which is um, it's everywhere. You can go to Noons and watch it. We posted it Facebook and Twitter. You can check it out there. Um, so the three seed Bayheim's Army is going to face the what the twenty three seed or twenty two seed. 22 seed 22 yes yeah yep. sideline cancer this saturday at four o'clock on espn joe and i just yes. talked briefly about the last game um a little a little little syracuse lull there towards about the three-quarter point the three-quarter mm-hmm. of the way through the game which is typical um yes. a team they probably could have hammered on uh missed a lot of shots from the outside and um kind of you know well typical for I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. First game, you you talked to Malachi. Said you know got the got the jitters out. Malachi hasn't played since his surgery in January. So mm-hmm. uh, I mean, what you see, what you see there, and then and then tell us what you think about sideline cancer. Yeah, just just like every Syracuse game that's ever been played, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> for, for, first, it's it's been really good just to have like sports back on and absolutely. Um, it sounds like TBT's doing everything the right way in terms of like health and you know safety, and that's that's the priority and. Um, they definitely taken the testing like very serious. So, um, you know, I don't know if this is something that could like occur anywhere else, but, um, you know, it's, it's definitely been just good to have sports back on TV and, you know, just something to look forward to. But, um, yeah, to, as, as for the game, like, I think you hit the nail on the head, like, you know, Syracuse pretty good first half. Um, you know, they had a 10 point lead at the half Malachi hit that three going into the break and then kind of let, kind of let them come back in. You know, you know, teams are going to make a run. I don't think anybody is like really, maybe one or two, but I don't think anybody's really blown anybody out in TBT, which which has been more fun that way. Um, but then you know they they made their run and Devo took over. I mean, Devo had a great third quarter. He was getting to the rim. He's attacking with that left, finishing with the left as we've seen him do so so often. And uh, one one thing the Bayheim's Army guys did that I think other teams haven't done so well when they've had the lead going into the Elam ending is they still controlled the game and they still played well. I think some of these other teams kind of, they've, they've frozen up a little bit or, 
you know, it's a, it becomes a different game with the Elam ending. But uh, credit to them for for closing it out and, and playing strong all the way through. Yeah, they made Menemaki kind of played a sloppy Elam ending. It was not great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but well, depending on your lead, I mean, if you just play tough, right. go to the hole, get to the line like we did, uh, you just chip away at those points. I mean, you've seen some of these guys where they get. They're down four, or they're only four points away, or three points away from the Elam ending, and they're just hucking up threes. I mean, you see the the upset today. Heard back, came back. They were down by like eighteen at some point. I mean, that was a great comeback. They were down, I think it was ninety-seven, ninety-one. They were going, and they were playing to one hundred and one. Now the team just kept shooting threes, shooting threes, shooting threes, instead of just going to the line like what Syracuse did. They could have easily put that down, but like to James' point. A lot of teams are doing that. That Elam ending, I think, changes the mentality of how you close out games. Yeah, a little bit because you play to four minutes. Most of the, most of those games don't go past what that four minute mark would be either. So you're doing a lot before the four minute mark too. Like it really wasn't get setting up great for us before the four minute mark. Uh, I think they hit they 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 hit something and we got to go to the line with no time on the clock. Yeah. So. It, it wasn't setting up great, and we had what we had was a sixty nine, I think we had, so we had to score seven. So it could have went anyway, and it's exciting like that, but it's like so typical, so <laughs> typical. <laughs> you do. I, I kind of had a feeling. I thought that they were gonna win, like based on the way the game was going, but that it was gonna be a little bit tighter. I was like, right. they're gonna win by like three. Like, watch them win by three. I just like had that feeling, you know. Yeah. But, what do you right. guys well, think of the Elam ending? Do you, do you I love like it. it or are you I love not it. a fan of it? I love it in this setting. I don't want to see it in college basketball. I don't. Yeah. But I, in yeah, this setting, I, I think it's perfect. I think it's great. Adds that little bit of excitement. Too much. There's too much at risk in 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 the NCAA to 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 play around with the end of a game. Yeah. But this I like. You know they want to plus yeah. they want to draw fans in like you're not you don't need to draw fans in NCAA games. That's the added excitement. Yeah. It keeps it close. You right. know it's always gonna be close, and right. it's always gonna be a fight. You know you can yeah. watch the last four minutes of an NCAA game and you know who's gonna win. You know I mean it's, it's not right. even close. So well I mean it's a basketball tournament in the middle of the summer, right? So it's gonna naturally get fans anyway. But when you add little nuances like that, I think it brings a little bit extra to it. And I think. I mean, the reason why last year, what if it's two million dollars is prize money? I think this tournament, mm-hmm. and you've seen you've seen ex NBA players in this tournament this year. Maybe it's because of the quarantine and everything that's been going on. But I, I feel like this tournament's getting bigger. It's not something that's going to go away. So I, I enjoy the Elam ending for every this. Year. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, right more more you. and more NBA guys. You get a lot of good pros that you know everybody's familiar with the alumni teams and maybe some big college players, but thing i like about tbt is you have guys that you've never even heard of that you know yep. maybe they played at a small school or didn't get the media attention when they were in college and you know they go overseas for a few years and they're really good yeah you know? so that's that's one thing that i like about the tbt too but um i like the yeah, alumni yeah. teams i like the alumni teams i like the field of yeah them. it kind of brings back kind of a little bit old school feel even when you see like an aaron craft out there you know yeah see <laughs> craft's you... done now baby that was his last game <laughs> Yeah. That's what he says, right? Yeah. Hey. Defensive fest and couldn't hit threes. It would be, look, it would be nice if this tournament grew big enough to be able to just have all alumni teams. I don't think we're there right now. And you get these teams like Overseas Elite, Mm -hmm. Joe Johnson, and some of these other guys. I mean, even the team that heard that ended up upsetting today. I mean, that was their first game, but that was a good team. It had a lot of really good, like, ex basketball, you know, players as far as college. Kyle Wiltshire. Some of these other guys, uh, Tony Roten, who played in the NBA. So, I mean, they're definitely getting a lot of big name, bigger names. It's just, I, I would love to get to a point where it was just all alumni, but I just definitely not there yet. So- uh, Elmore is an American hero. He's going out there. <laughs> he's the everyman. He's about 30 pounds overweight. He's balding. <laughs> He's going out there and he's hitting three. So that's that's amazing. Oh yeah. That dude is, he's living large right now. Him and his brother. Oh yeah. For For sure. It's gotta be a fun ride for them. He said, I guess he said if he wins, he's going to take his team to Vegas for a good time. So (laughs) yeah, which is awesome. Love it. (laughs) So we talked about Aaron Kraft. He said he's done, you know, Devendorf seems like he seems that his tank never goes, you know, 
three quarters. But uh, how many? Right. How much longer do you think he's got? I guess he's going to go back to Detroit and that try to coach. And what do you think? That guy's like a fine wine, man. I know. He, he just gets better and better with that. Like he, he was saying in the the presser, I guess I guess he's been a vegan. Yeah, for he, the past two or three years. Yeah, yeah. he's got a vegan and diet. He now. says it helps, you know, like keeping him. So he's not as sore and it reduces inflammation and uh, he really swears by it. But uh, Sounds no, awful. He, like Blackwell was saying, he, he stays in good shape. So that wasn't really a concern for him coming in. And, you know, obviously he looks great. He's still a competitor. You, you love to see him get out there and he's, yeah. he's as competitive as ever, man. He's I, th- I think he could he could keep doing it for a few more years. I think he wants to as well. Yeah. I mean, it's only a couple games, right? It's only a couple weeks. Sure. And during the summer, I mean, how about Bayheim coming on? And how he talked about how he's been down in the basement doing battles with his son and, and stuff like that. Like, I love that. That's great. And only I can only hope that maybe he teaches Buddy a little something, something, too, to add to his game for next year. Can, can I just say I love how much Jim Beheim comes on? And true, true to form, as stubborn and as competitive as ever, and, you know, like something to prove. He's like, huh, you know, people say I'm too old. I can't get out there. Well, we'll see. It's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Jim Beheim not not going to be daunted by a virus. You know? he, he, yeah, exactly. Determined. Yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's what seventy three, right? Seventy five. Seventy five. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but did that surprise any Syracuse fan? Hell no. <laughs> but but people who don't no. follow Syracuse that are watching there are like, man, this guy, this guy just doesn't change. It's yeah. crazy. My whole life, that guy's been coaching Syracuse. My whole life. Yep. It's awesome. All of our lives. I, well, yeah, true. Yeah, since I'm the, yes. I'm the old one here. Um, all right. Well, what do you think about sideline cancer, uh, James? We uh, I mentioned to you last night. You got back with me today, but I don't know how many people know about Diamond Stone, which is a great name. Um, you know, we thought Giovanni Heater was a great name, but Diamond Stone. So, big guy, 6'11", 255. Injured sore foot. Yeah, yeah. He he was a big guy. Um, he had a good first round game for them. But in the presser today, uh, Ryan Blackwell said, as far as he knows, he has a torn or a, a ruptured Achilles, and he will not be playing. So uh, he didn't sit with him last game. So I wouldn't. I you know I don't expect to see him if that's the case. Obviously, uh, which which is a big relief for Bayheim's army. Obviously because. You know, I mean, I think Dante did a fine job on Isaac Haas, but uh, Diamond Stone would be a little bit tougher of a matchup for him just because I don't think uh, Isaac Haas is a really physical big man. I think he's more of like a finesse player down there. So I think they kind of dodge a bullet there, you know, not only because of that and the the rebounding out of the 2-3 zone, but, you know, you really do have limited capacity at the center now because you have Dante in there and then you have Will Raymond in there, both guys a little bit undersized, and you really only have – you know, 12 fouls to work with, which, you know, it sounds like a lot, but when you only have two guys down there, uh, it's really, it's really not. So you don't want to play the foul game and, uh, you know, God forbid one or two of those guys fall out and you got to play somebody else at the center. So um, I, I think that's a big, uh, you know, they dodged a bullet there with yeah. not having to worry about him, but there are some other guys on that team they do have to worry about. Well, tell us about him, James. I didn't do my research. I just called you. <sighs> I didn't do much research myself, but... <laughs> What Just... I can say, spitballing, is uh, they got a guy, Marcus Keene, who's a really tough guard. Uh, he's really quick. He can get into the lane. He can shoot it. He can create. Uh, fun story, actually. He, he's from Texas, so him and John Gillen are familiar with one another. Oh, no uh, so that should be fun to watch. And they have Jamal Artis as well from Pittsburgh, who you guys might remember. Yep. Uh, he's been a zone killer in the past, you know, kind of. Yep getting to that short corner you know how many times did he get it you know eight to ten feet in the short corner and bury a jumper or the high post so yeah free throw uh, line yep that's definitely a guy they got to worry about especially if they're going zone tomorrow well what do you think you got you got syracuse has three games to win to get in the championship i think it's possible but it's not going to be easy and obviously you know you got to deal with when would they possibly play overseas elite would that be that wouldn't be for the championship, would I th- it? I think it would be a back-to-back if they. 
yeah, if they won, if they, if they win Saturday, they got to play Sunday. Yeah. And then the championship is on Tuesday. Right. Yeah, it would so, be over. It would be overseas elite. Okay, that's why. So okay. they're playing the winner. Unless, hey, unless America's team wants to pull the upset. Yeah, that's that. true. Heard that. Yeah. So, yeah, this team is. I mean, I watched the first game a little bit of it, and uh, other than Marcus Keen, uh, they got another shooting guard, Morris Creek, who's pretty tall, and, and he he's pretty good. And they also got Remy Abel, um, a uh, shoot shooting guard from Xavier and he kind of lit it up in the three-point line as well uh the good thing is is again like to what James alluded is having um diamond out uh, I mean that just that helps tremendously their next tallest yeah. guy is six nine so it's it's going to be kind of a, a fair match between what we're going up against now he is averaging 11 and a half points I believe it's Eric Thomas six nine is the backup center and he is averaging 11 and a half rebounds and he is very active on the boards so got to watch out for him as far as offensive rebounds and stuff but um they're not that deep and hopefully it's, it's something that we can can get past but again to to james point jamel Artis, as long as he was on pittsburgh <laughs> I, we we had we struggled to beat them yeah he just made jump shots all over the place he found the open spots and he just buried mid-range jumpers all day long and if you don't think that he's going to have some type of uh you know, talking to the team and the coach and trying to <laughs> let them know how to beat Syracuse, then you're sadly mistaken. Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. So it's going to be interesting because they got great guards and uh, and Jamel Artis is that X factor, I believe. See, Joe's on the scout, man. Joe knows. Yeah, and you heard him mad typing it back there. So <laughs> he, does a, he does a lot of stuff on the fly, bro. He comes here. He, he he This is what's amazing about Joe. This is this is just my this is my blowing smoke up his butt. Uh, <laughs> tell Joe what we're talking about and he'll get on and I'll try to intro things and, and talk and he'll be typing away and boom, he just, that's it. that's it. He doesn't prepare at all. He just has his laptop there. If he needs to look something up, he does. So, hey, hey look at this, James. What do you think about that? What do you think I about prepare. Why, why prepare if, uh, you know, you can just get the info on the fly like that? Right? You provide that well. Why do you need to prepare? No. Um, yeah, Landshark, that's great. People, Look, was... people listening in. Sean just put up a land shark to the to the camera, so that's that's what he's doing. Um, and Joe's McAltra, and James has got James has got lemon water. Yep, it's Boom. excellent. Hey, if I'm drinking anything but beer, it's usually lemon water. That's it. That's the best thing for you. Cleanses your you liver. Drink. So if you drink beer, lemon water, just rotate yep. them, and you'll be all set. So that's how. Um, you had Malachi Richardson on. It was a. It was a pretty entertaining interview. Got some insight into the, into the TBT. So they go in there. They're basically quarantined within the walls of this place, right? Um, it, where do they play? Do they travel from the ho- through, from a hotel to uh, arena? Is- so they are playing in Columbus, Ohio, uh, a nationwide arena, and they're all staying at a nearby hotel, which, yes, they're, they're quarantined in. They're not allowed to leave. Um, they're, they're fed meals. Uh, they have limited options according to Malachi, um, testing very frequently. There is a small space that they can go outside and relax, but they're not allowed to, uh, officially leave the, leave the premises. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're tested frequently and they're, they're not really allowed to go anywhere else so long as they're still in the tournament. Where can they practice? What? Oh, that's, that's a good question. I don't know if they're, they're actually practicing in a, you know, like a spare gym or like an auxiliary gym somewhere in Nationwide Arena, but you know, admittedly for for that, I'm not I'm not admittedly sure where they do practice. Yeah. Um, I just thought it was interesting how Malachi was saying he was he had to be in his room for 24 hours straight, waiting for. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I assume waiting for his test results and stuff like that. Is that what it all was, or just to? Can only assume that, right? Right. Well, he, he got there a day early uh, oh, okay. before everybody else. So if that's what it is, you know, he, he got there early. So, um, but yeah, I mean, once, you know, initially once they're waiting for their test results, uh, can't go anywhere, can't do anything. So, yeah, they really are in a bubble there. And the, and the last thing you want to do is like, like he said, you know, be that guy that slips up at some right. point and then all of a sudden test positive. And let's be honest, they can test negative going in there. And got infected with something a week before they arrived, and have it show up in you know maybe even a few days from now. 
So my, sure. you know what I mean? So chances are while they're there, they're not going to contract anything or it's going to linger for what, two weeks or whatever. So anyways, it's just interesting. And he talked about, I thought it was interesting how he talked about the fans and we wondered about this for the, for the players. And he mentioned it, like he got to come up with your own energy because the fans aren't yep. there. And that's the main thing I think as a player. But like he said, once you get playing, you're playing. And they're not even thinking about it, but you aren't, you aren't getting that extra boost from the crowd. And as we all know, uh, Syracuse fans travel, um, not to mention, you know, if this was in a normal setting, we would have had a, a spot at, you know, in Syracuse, you know, for, for the first right. bit of that. So anyway, right. um, I guess they do a good job of, he said they do a good job of blocking it off and whatnot, making you feel like, um, you know, you're not like in some huge arena that's completely empty basically yeah even on tv it looks good you know just kind of how they blocked everything yeah. off and yeah. put up the ads and the banners of the, the previous winners they, they did a really good job with all that yeah so uh make it feel like an aau game yeah exactly. yeah it, just, it does it kind of is it kind of yeah. has like a little aau or like yep you know conference tournament feel to it the way that it's set up with a hotel nearby and it, it really does look like that i was hoping yeah. to hear These a little bit more let them play too yeah Refs let them play. I was hoping to hear a little more on the floor type stuff, but they must kind of filter some of that out, I think. There, there's but, been like the audio cutting in and out. I don't know if that's just like a – It's like a pickup you know, thing. Effect. Yeah, I, I don't really – you know, I don't know how that, that really works if it's like, you know, an audio problem or if they're actually cutting stuff out. But uh, I, I noticed that a little bit. The audio kind of cuts in and out. So um, – Switch gears here real quick. I'm going to blindside you with some football stuff. Uh, the Big Ten, they, they said, um, <laughs> they're, 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 <laughs> uh, they're only going to play in conference. So, uh, Joe, is that, does that worry you at all as far as um, people following oh, yeah. suit? 100%. So, yes. I mean, what do we do? We just fill with conference games. Well, there was games, rumors about obviously. the Patriots, Patriot League, right? right. Then the Ivy sure. League goes, and then yeah. boom, bang, this happens, and it's like, uh, now you got a big boy that did it. So, and now you got to look at it like based upon Patriot League, Ivy League, Big Ten. You can wipe away our Colgate can, can game. Add, you can wipe away our Rutgers game. What's the difference There's though? Two. What's the difference though? What's the? And I'm not being a wise guy. I'm being serious. What's the thought process behind it? I think if I had to reasonably think about it, I think it's a situation where normally you have more non-conference games earlier, so maybe it gives you a little bit more time to prepare. Oh, so we don't, we're not going to fill the schedule. We're, we're getting rid of them, we're, and we're going to go down to six games. Yeah, but I say that, but Boston College is our first game. So... Okay. <laughs> right. I mean, normally the earlier games are more of your non-conference games, but... Um, I don't really, I don't know what the benefit is. I, I, and maybe James, you guys, I know this is new, but I mean, you'd figure if they were nervous about playing at all, then they wouldn't play at all versus just conference. Right. So. These are, these teams, these schools are in different States all over the country. I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think we're one step closer to not having a football season this year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I think that's really what it is. Um, you know, hate to be like the bearer of bad news there, but I, I think these guys are going to try to do everything they can. You know, obviously we know that you know, football is the big money maker for these schools, right? And without a football season this year, there's going to be um, a really big ripple effect throughout college athletics as a whole because so many of these athletic departments rely on that football money to fund all, all their other programs. We've already seen cuts. Uh, we've already seen other players that are coming back for workouts test positive. So there's still a lot that we don't know. Um, you know, you look at schools that are opening up on the whole. Um, you know, some some have said that uh, they're going to operate online. Some have said uh, there's talk about doing partially online, uh, partially on campus. But like, you know, it kind of brings in the contradiction. Well, if you're not going to have regular students on campus, how can you have student athletes on campus? Right. Um, so, so there's a lot, you know, there's a lot involved in, in this. But as for Syracuse specifically, um, you know, I mean, it's it's still technically on the table. But, um, you know, I, w I would be surprised if we did get – we're definitely not getting a normal college football season. That's already off the table. Oh, yeah. Um, but but I would be surprised if we got, 
uh, college football season this year. And, and to your point, why, yeah. why I fear the same thing, you know, is because of my main, the point I brought up, like, what's the difference? Like, okay, if, 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 if the big Ten's going to play the big 10 and the Patriot league is going to play the Patriot league and the ACC is going to play the ACC, then they're all, they all have obviously been following all s- protocol that they're all following. They should all be following in the same way. And yeah. why, then what's the difference? Why can't you intermingle? Right. What's the difference? You're already intermingling. It's different states. You know, you got New York playing South Carolina. I mean, right. Well, so I mean, it's scary. You, you it's scary. It like, it's scary. You look at it like as far as Rutgers goes. Look how I mean, it's New Jersey, New York, right? Same thing as Colgate. If sure. these things go right. through, uh, those are probably the two closest teams in proximity that Syracuse plays all year. And we're not going to play them because of this rule. Right. But we're still going to go and play georgia tech and we're gonna go play all these other teams right so florida and then going and right and going to james's point you know it's just kind of how it's par for the course of what everything's going right so if you can make money for an organization then you're deemed an essential student right you're (laughs) deemed an essential student student athletes the unpaid student athletes that makes the school money is an essential student that can come on campus right all of a sudden they're exposed (laughs) I mean, it's just one of those things where you never really know where where they're going to stop, like you said, and that's why I think eventually this this big boy conference came up and they said, okay, we're doing this. I expect every other conference to eventually follow, with SEC probably being last. And <laughs> I guess they're, the only thing I can think of is you take away the non-conference games and you push back all the other games, maybe gain another month, and see, I, then just do I your conference – I don't know the reasoning. I, I don't. It does, doesn't make any sense. They didn't really explain it that well when they actually broke the news today, as far as reasoning. So, oh, well, again, that just alludes to me and what James said is that it's just another step where it's everyone's going to follow suit, and then it's going to be the next step, and then there's going to be no football. Oh, and then or pretty do we soon, do it in the spring, right? Well, I mean, yeah. Well, you know, or earlier in the summer. Instead of early fall, you do it midsummer or something. It's too late for that, though. Let's let's be honest. If you're going to pull that switch or flip that switch, you do it at the beginning of August. You're already making plans for that. Or mid-July, right. for crying out loud. You know, could be two weeks away at this point. Should be if they were right. going to do it. So it's probably not going to happen. Like you said, James, um, you just crushed everybody with the truth. The truth hurts sometimes. We're that much yeah. closer to not watching football this year, right. basically. And then what comes after and- football, guys? What, what comes no. during football? <laughs> Basketball. Okay. Right. And that's indoors. And the crux, the, well, and the crux of it, too, is is you say, well, we have to decide, is there going to be no if – if we decide there's no football, then all of a sudden you have to go into, okay, well, what are we going to do for all these students? Oh, wait, they're going to get another year. Yeah, another year. Well, right? So <laughs> this, this poses so many questions that – it's, there's so many variables that affect so many different people that it's hard to sure. come up with the best answer. Yeah. Well, um, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, I, I don't know if anything outside should be canceled. I know contact sport and everything, but um, I don't know. I think it sucks. I think it well, sucks. So only bad. time will tell, sir. <laughs> I know. I know. But All I know is I'm a lot less confident after today. I know. I'm with you. All right. Uh, that's all I got, James. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for coming on in short notice, man. I appreciate it. Hey, anytime. Uh, you know I love coming on, and it's it's a lot of fun just coming talking spitball with you guys. So uh, always, always a pleasure. Anytime. You know that. Yeah, absolutely. We love having you on, James. So. What do you think? Prediction? Prediction for the game on Saturday? Uh, I think Bayheim's Army gets it done on Saturday. Uh, I don't know that they can get it done against overseas elite. Uh, but hey, you never know. I uh, heard that might pull the upset. And uh, Malachi said himself that they feel pretty confident they're going to get to that championship game. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. No, hey, I like the other. I like the way the other side of that bracket's looking right now. It's not Department as strong as our side. Down. Yeah. Right. I mean, House of Pain's pretty solid, but you got Brotherly Love who got through with, you know, uh, a team getting getting knocked out. So. There's our, there's a couple good teams, but I don't see it. I mean, Marquette's team is pretty good too. That's a solid team, uh, alumni team. So, and what's the other one? Red Scare, Dayton. They were playing yeah. pretty good as well. So, we'll see. But nothing has really got anything on overseas elite right now. Per the usual. Um, <laughs> thanks again, James. Thanks to all of you for listening. Thank you to Armchair Media. Thanks to uh, Manscaped, and thanks 
BetOnline.ag. For Joe and James tonight, I'm Sean. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Q's Militia Podcast, the fan's voice with Sean and Joe. Thanks, James. Bayheim's army would get smoked by overseas elite.